Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast of us. This is episode 7, and in this episode we will be talking about the chapter of the outskirts. This is the chapter that covers the sections between meeting Ellie and arriving at Bill's town. So I'm going to kind of talk about the things that I found in this chapter while also giving a general recap of what happens in it so you kind of know where I located these things and aren't just kind of left out in the dark. Um, after I am done talking about this, I'm going to talk about a couple other things. Um, and if, as always, if you haven't played the game, there is going to be quite a few spoilers in this. So you start off with Ellie and Tess, and you're standing in a room, and it's raining. Um, if you look out the windows, uh, you can see the ditch that you're going to kind of move your way up in, um, along going heading down towards the QZ. Uh, you end up making your way down into a basement and then after you exit that basement if you look up to I believe it is your right hand side you can see the building you just came out of actually which is really cool I guess not super cool but you know it's something <laughs> um, and you're gonna make your way up to a lobster truck which is pretty cool since Massachusetts is pretty well known for seafood and immediately we learn about Ellie's little gift um, I was every time I play this game, I actually find it funny that Tess tries to bribe the soldiers, and then it's Ellie is the one that's the brave one that I don't know if necessarily she's brave if everybody else is buying their time, but she's the one that attacks the soldiers first, and like I said, at this point is where we find out that she is infected. Um, more soldiers start to come, and you have to run. Quite a bit further um, throughout this whole part you can shoot and kill the soldiers if you want to it doesn't really matter and if the Humvee spots you at the spotlight you can hide and it will lose interest which I find is kind of odd especially if you're hiding behind something like they would obviously see you leave um, but you anyway you eventually end up in a basement um, on the walls down in this first basement in this back room uh, there's supplies in it I'm sure most of you know what I'm talking about there seems to be a patrol route map for the guards or maybe it's a plan for like the fireflies had worked out to find a way in or something somebody's planned something there um, I like to think that maybe it was where the fireflies were planning and kind of left out when they did the last attack um, the one from the first chapter of the game but like I said that's complete uh, insinuation um, so it's up to you to believe it but I just think it fits because it's fairly close to the QZ, but also fairly well hidden from the military from being spotted since they're underground. Um, I do find it odd that the military doesn't seem to search down in this area, though. It could be wrong. They could possibly do it quite a bit, but it just didn't seem like they were too worried about searching down there when they were looking for you, which I kind of think they would be. Now we get our first actual look at Boston. Um, you will notice that a lot of the buildings have been destroyed. Um, one of the main ones right there when you first get into the city is toppled over and leaning against another one. It, if you, you can find a bombing pamphlet which is trying to warn people that they need to evacuate. Um, it seems the military gave the people about 48 hours to evacuate and but they wouldn't be allowed into the QZ which I find messed up even if they, like, they were scanned to see if they're infected you think they should be able to be let in. I have like a quarantine period or something, I don't know. But they were just told that they would not be let in. 
and that the military was planning on bombing that area to clear out the infected, which, as far as I'm concerned, it probably did work. Though there is still infection there, but that's probably just moved in over time. And this was going to be something I was going to kind of talk about in the later part of this episode, but it fit perfectly right here. Um, a large complaint people had about this section is that there's no way that top of building would still be standing. And, I mean, they're probably right, especially as much as the building is creaking and everything, just walking around in it. Um, and I'm not saying that they bombed it immediately after the infection started and everybody started going to QZs, but it had to have been pretty close to that beginning portion. And so there's really, really, really slim chance that it would still be stuck up. <clears throat> I like to take time right here, too, to kind of, when you're in this city, look around. And I just want to, like, applaud, like how well detailed Naughty Dog made this city. Um, I didn't see too many buildings that were just like duplicates of each other in place just to kind of fill it in. I mean there were definitely skins from like windows and stuff that were thrown on but like they took the time to make each individual building which is super awesome and it kind of just adds to like the authenticity of the game. And as I do not live in Boston I cannot tell you which of these buildings are complete recreations of the buildings there and which ones are just kind of thrown in there just as filler and are nothing like what the city's actually like. So that'd be super awesome if somebody from that area or who has been through there multiple times can tell us which ones are accurate and what's not accurate about it. And as bad as a situation as the world seems to be at this point, I mean, Naughty Dog made the world beautiful and yeah, like I said, it, the game just looks fantastic right here. Well, I mean, the whole game looks fantastic. I just mean, like, the detail they put into this portion of it. So, one thing I did notice, um, going through the buildings, you find a few dead guards. I can't attest that all of them did this, but they were definitely attacked by infected, and if anybody's wondering why they didn't turn, if you look at some of the models and you look at their helmets, they have a bullet hole through the helmets, which I can only assume means they took their own life, so they didn't turn. Um, shortly after you see your first guard, uh, it's first or second one, you get to meet your first clicker. Though you do not really get to interact with it, it's more just kind of a video. Tess kills it and then she kind of gives you a bit of a rundown on clickers. It's more of an explanation to Ellie, but obviously it's a, more for the player, saying that they're blind and then they use the clicking to get around. At this point in the game, you come across your first shiv door as well. Um, I find it funny that you waste a shiv on this because Joel could easily have walked a little further down the hallway and just toppled over the bookcase that's there. It's a completely empty metal one. It wouldn't have been hard at all and he could just enter or heck he could have crawled through it if he had to because there's no like backing to it or anything like that. Um, not really a big deal. Just one funny thing I noticed. So now you actually get your first chance to kill a clicker if you want to. Um, this one can easily avoid with stealth, but I like to use this one to kind of practice my brick skills with. Um, and by that I mean like sneaking up on it and meleeing it with brick. Uh, I had talked to some people who were kind of frustrated in that it wasn't that simple to do it. It just kind of takes time and practice to be able to melee the clickers. Uh, you got to make sure you do not get seen at all, and you got to sneak up really slowly and quietly behind them. I do find it a bit odd too that the uh, Capitol building is really a big beacon in this section of the game. Obviously that's where you're going, but 
it is stands out super crazy it's extremely gold and you can see it in pretty much any time that you're outside and I mean it's not like Naughty Dog chose the colors or anything because that's if you actually go on Google and look up the Boston's Capitol building um, that's exactly what it looks like though I don't know how well the gold is still showing after 20 years um, I would think that would be kind of moss covered I don't know what material it's made out of but I don't think it would shine quite that much you get to a point where you have to sneak around um, and kill four stalkers and a clicker um, I actually really like this point time because it gives you a really good chance to practice your stealth skills um, relatively stress-free because the clicker's not moving and the stalkers are all fairly far apart and there's easy spots to get them without being spotted um, and once again you get another great chance to practice your melee skills with the brick for the clicker since the clicker's not moving but there are times that I play through also and like to just run and gun through this part especially if you're playing on an easier mode and you have plenty of ammo to waste and after this part um, you'll notice that you are actually in that same beginning section of the building except you're now on the other side of the chasm from where the, the floors are all split and drop down like super far um, you're just on the exact opposite side um, and a neat little detail you'll find you can find a skeleton laying on his chest uh, I believe you have to climb up this ledge next to him and he's reaching down towards the floor and I can't attest to everyone especially grounded I haven't played through that one recently um, but there's an alcohol bottle typically laying down by his hand I like to think maybe he was reaching to get his last drink but you know in the subway you can find a note um, with a description of Ellie the fireflies describe her as five foot three inches tall well approximately five foot three inches tall excuse me 14 years old and red hair um, there is also a newspaper machine you can find a couple in this section um, but it says right on the front uh, news that the newspaper titled epidemic massive death toll um, there is a second machine which is pretty cool too um, I don't can't really attest to what it's talking about could be a cover-up but anyway um, the machine says uh, the paper excuse me the machine says truth revealed um, I don't know if it's necessarily talking anything towards the cordyceps infection um, and whether the government covered it up or covered up how it started or anything like that um, but somebody painted over that machine help and you like I said you can find another one or two of these machines through this section um, which I find odd that they'd all say that, but you know, I don't blame Naughty Dog for not wasting a ton of time on making multiple machines the same with one without the word help. I don't know. Anyway, you end up finding a medical pamphlet if you—that's if you're searching for all the collectibles in this game. Um, but you find a medical pamphlet talking about CBI, which is the cordyceps brain infection, um, saying that you can actually test positive for it within minutes of being infected. Um, that you can be infected through. The exchange of bodily fluids, whether like being bitten um, or uh, exposed to the spores. Now, the thing that I was wondering about this <clears throat> is Joel seems to do a lot of smashing and killing of the infected and getting blood like all over the place. I would think that it would spread through that and possibly getting in his eyes. I said I'm not a huge stickler for this kind of thing, but just something I was kind of thinking about. Um. 
I love the little details they kind of put in this game too. For instance, winning in the museum and then Ellie accidentally bumps and knocks over the vase. Um, and then right where she does that, there's a big bell on the ground. Um, and then from where the bell, or next to the bell, there's like the ramp you climb up to actually get into the museum. If you keep looking up, there's a big hole in the ceiling actually. And I can't be positive because I have no way to look through the building or anything, but it seems as if the bell fell from a bell tower on the museum and fell through. Um, but that could just be a coincidence that it's lying there. And then also coincidence is the hole in the ceiling and the forehead collapse right there, right next to the bell. Um, also in the museum, there is a letter on the wall. Well, it's actually a couple of them. Um, from a famous abolitionist named John Brown. You can't read the letter, you can just kind of make out a signature on it. Um, but he is a real person. Um, <clears throat> a weird thing from the museums is that all of the soldier statues are missing their guns. Um, it kind of makes me wonder whether or not that these guns were working replicas. So I would think that maybe the military stole them, Firefly stole them, something like that. Uh, once again, this is just kind of me guessing, um, playing with little details that I found, and nothing that's actually blatantly stated in the game, but it would kind of fit, it makes sense. Um, once you make your way to the roof of the museum, uh, you get to a spot where you have to cross to another building on top of boards. Uh, there's actually two boards you can pick up on the roof. I don't know if that was on purpose from Naughty Dog, or if there was just kind of a mess up, somebody accidentally edited it in twice. But there's one right next to the gap, and then one right around the corner of the building. And you can use either one to put down. Um, not that there would not be just two boards lying around, but just something weird that I've seen. That i seen. <laughs> Excuse me, that I saw. And finally, we get to the really dark point of the chapter. Um, once they get into the Capitol building, you find out that Tess, a character that we've kind of just learned to, I guess, learned a lot about um, and started actually really liking, uh, most of us started liking, excuse me, I can't speak for everybody, um, we find out that she's infected and we have to see her die at the hands of the military, though she gave her life to kind of give Joel and Ellie a little more time to escape, even though she didn't really kill too many of the military members, I think she would have tried to hide a little bit and take out a few more. Um, Said it's sad to see another one, another person go, um, and I know it can't be too easy on Joel since he keeps losing these people that he loves. I don't know how long. I'd kind of like a bit of a more backstory of how long Joel and Tess were together, which maybe in part two we'll get some more information on that, or maybe we'll get a comic from Naughty Dog on that. <clears throat> After you exit the Capitol building. Before you head down into the subways, even though it's trying to usher you down there, you can find two pontoon boats that have big swans in the back. These are actual things um, that are used in Boston in real life at the, um, excuse me, the public gardens. Um, and apparently these swan boats have been in operation since 1877. So I thought that was a nice little detail that Naughty Dog added in there. Uh, they actually design this boat and it looks pretty much dead on except for from what I can tell the real ones have a little more I guess up to 20 years you can't really complain um, about that nice detail um, excuse me 
So another neat little detail, though you can find this throughout the entire game, if you look at like the big spore piles, like on the side of the walls, uh, excuse me, not on the walls, but like where the floor meets the wall, um, where everything's like kind of growing, and almost all of them you can look in there and you can still see a dead body um, from whoever was infected and turned and then this whole fungus just started growing out of them. And while you're making your way through the subway tunnels, um, at the part where Ellie says she can't swim and then she's walking along the edge, you will find a note um, talking about a man named Frank trying to get into the QZ, um, likely between him and another smuggler or somebody trying to get him in there. Um, this is another thing they don't say for sure, but I would like to believe as this is Bill's Frank, as we know that Bill was trying, or Bill was pushing Frank away, excuse me, and Frank was trying to get away from him and he was tired of him. Um, we'll find out more in the next chapter that Frank is dead. So, like I said, I like to think that this was Frank's way. He was trying to get back into Boston and get into the QZ. I don't know what for. Obviously, he was tired of Bill, but... Anyway, that's kind of the end of the chapter. Um, after that point, they make their way to Bill's Town, and we'll be covering that in the next section, or excuse me, the next episode. Um, for the rest of this episode, I've got a couple other things I want to talk about. The first one being, I went on to Reddit and asked everybody to point out what mistakes they have found in the game. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of other ones. If I missed any, feel free to let us know. I'm sure everybody else would like to find out these neat little details. Uh, anyway, first one is that I personally, this was the one I kind of contributed to it, I personally don't believe that after 20 years there's still be newspapers lying on the ground. I would think that either the ones that had been lying on the ground would either have deteriorated by now or the rest of them would be more of a commodity, um, newspapers being useful for a lot of things. I wouldn't think people would just want to be wasting them and just let them be trash since they could use them for fires. Um, I don't know. Like I said, a lot of things. The next mistake, um, or weird glitch, I guess, there's a couple of places, but the one that was pointed out to me is if you go into the bookstore in Pittsburgh um, and at the back left corner, if you have Joel Neal under the staircase, his hair will turn white. Um, I have seen a couple other people talk about places that happened I do not have a list of that so if anybody has information on other places that can you can go for that that would be awesome uh, there is a video on YouTube you can look up a quick one of somebody uh, pointing it out one of the things that was also pointed out it's not really a mistake in the game but it's more of a questionable decision on Naughty Dog's part is that Joel doesn't have a knife um, stated that it's kind of impossible for somebody running around um, doing the things he does and not actually have a knife. I mean, Ellie has a knife. I'm sure there's tons of knives all over the place, yet Joel's stuck crafting these little cruddy shivs that break all the time. One other complaint was, it's not really a complaint, and it's not really a big deal, and I know this person doesn't think it's a big deal, but when fighting David as Ellie, no matter where you actually do your last stabbing, the cutscene automatically moves you to the point like where the cutscene was rendered. Once again, not a big deal. It happens. Um, um, I believe it's in Pittsburgh. There is a photo or a uh, flyer on a bulletin board for pest control. Um, it has two phone numbers listed on it, and apparently they are both for sex lines. I do believe that this has now been fixed, but you can go online. Um, 
and look these up. Not that you necessarily want to go and call them, but they are, apparently were real. Neil Druckmann even addressed it and said they were in the process of fixing it and that it was a mistake. I think it was an artist that was just having fun. Um, hopefully they didn't get fired for that one, I guess. Uh, another Redditor pointed out that at Tommy's Dam, they find it weird that there's still just trash everywhere. You think that since the people are living there, they kind of keep their living space a little cleaner. I mean, it's one thing that there's trash kind of just floating around outside or whatever, but in their like bunk room or whatever, there's still just like newspaper and crud just piled up on the floor. Uh, other people were asking why at the beginning the Fireflies were even wasting their time to attack the military, um, which end up taking out a huge chunk of their numbers, uh, not the military, the Fireflies numbers, I'm sure the military lost them too, but um, when their priority should have been transporting Ellie and getting her to their doctors or whatever. And the final major complaint um, I had multiple people say was that gas wouldn't work after 20 years. Um, more than likely true, uh, gas just separate over time. Um, I mean, it's definitely true. 20 years, um, gas does separate pretty badly. Um, another thing is, it's not one that was pointed out, and it's kind of really nitpicking because they do make diesel generators, but typically those generators like that are used throughout the game are gas at that size. Um, so I could be wrong, but anyway, at one point in the game, you're playing as Ellie, and you siphon diesel out of a big diesel truck. There's pretty much no way that truck would have been gas um, and she puts that fuel into the generator and fires it up like I said I don't think that that was a diesel generator and that truck was def definitely a diesel truck except most of the stuff is very nitpicky and that's just kind of the fun of it we're still an amazing game and not trying to dig too far into it and I definitely appreciate what Naughty Dog has done with the game and so finally what I wanted to talk about um, was the maps that you can find throughout the outskirts sections of the game um, that show like a bit of a peninsula uh, sort of deal um, they actually it's an actual map of Boston and it can be overlaid like the Google Maps I'll try to include it um, I had an awesome image provided to me via castat um, excuse me uh, castat 37 um, so that map can completely, that shows like the QZ, um, and it's got the main highway running through it, um, it shows like the QZ wall, everything like that, and it's all highlighted red, that's the QZ. Um, like I said, it can be completely overlaid at a section of Boston. I will attempt to upload these photos to social media, Reddit, um, and our website as well, just so you can see. I and mean, like I said, I want to thank Castat37 again. Um... And once again, we are still doing our giveaway of the Last of Us art book. And all you have to do is comment on one of our Reddit posts, uh, one of the posts on social media, um, just to be entered. Once the first video hits 100 plays, we will compile all those names and do a random drawing for it. And the winner will receive that art book free of charge. And those of you that have not seen the art book, it is definitely an awesome thing for your collection. Um, it's full of different conceptual art for the game, and it's just a beautiful book in general. Anyway, I would like to thank everybody for listening to this episode. 
Um, I hope you all enjoyed it. And I hope that you will give us a listen again on the next episode. 